The last two weeks, I have been sharing what I like to call holiday literacy ideas, and these are ideas that you can quickly implement same day or next day and provide your students with just what they need to get them to the break and to get you to the break without decreasing your instruction. So far, I have shared six engaging ideas, so be sure to check out part one and part two, which are episodes 59 and 60 on this podcast. Check it out. So we are just seconds away from diving into the final installment of this holiday literacy series, and I'm bringing you four final ideas. So let's not delay any further. Let's get right into it. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is... You guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. We are diving into part three, which is the final part of this holiday series, Welcome back to the Literacy Dive podcast, and I truly hope that you have found value in the previous two episodes that I've shared so far. I have mentioned so many ideas so far, and I am excited to get into my last and final ideas, well, the ones that I'm going to share with you at least. Honestly, I know that I'm sharing this ahead of the holiday, but when you return from break, these ideas can still be used to jumpstart your kiddos and to kickstart the new year. Any of these 10 total ideas can ease them back into the school year in January, so just know that you can still use these ideas after the break too. Okay, so let's dive in. Idea number one, holiday reading and writing activities. Now in your final week, excitement is high and it might be hard to keep the attention of your students on the content that you're trying to teach. So you are still going to be embedding and teaching reading passages, but instead it's going to highlight the history of the different holidays that are celebrated by way of Christmas around the world, as well as Kwanzaa. So these reading passages are kid-friendly, and it's going to really teach your students the why behind that holiday, and it's going to help them understand what occurs during the holiday. So they're still getting the history, they're still getting knowledge, they're still getting to practice comprehension but it's now connected to a holiday that's coming up and it's going to be engaging for your students. This also includes writing activities and so creative writing is going to offer the choice that your students need and so kids can engage in this type of writing which is going to enhance their writing skills and keeping them writing as long as you possibly can is going to just help you and help them when it comes time to return back from after the break. So how I set this up is I love putting these into literacy centers when your kids are rotating or when you have that extra time during your reading or your writing block. I like to offer this to students so that they can deepen their knowledge, but it's connected to something that actually they are experiencing, which is the holiday that is coming up. You can also print these packets as packet form, or you could either print them mini so that kids can be able to read this and work on the writing activities over the break. Again, if parents are to request activities to prevent boredom or to prevent them from slipping and sliding in their content and knowledge. I am a huge pusher of rest. 
But the break is long, and if parents want to support their kids in learning for 15 minutes a day, at least you know that they're going to be engaged with the different activities that you can provide to them. So the link to this specific set is going to be in the show notes, and you will find two different links. One is going to be for Christmas, but more so Christmas around the world. It's going to take them to exploring how other countries celebrate Christmas, and it's a great history pack for your kids. And then another one is Kwanzaa. So these are two things that I would love for you to be able to introduce to your students, and the links to those will be in the show notes for you. Use it as a literacy center, use it as part of guided reading, or you can use it as part of writer's workshop since you are just trying to get to the end, which is the break. Idea number two is holiday pick four. Now, this is super fun. Your students are going to love prepping this and creating these cards. Now, you can, of course, make them for the kids, but I'm telling you, the kids love doing it, and this just makes it very, very no prep for you, low prep for them. The idea here is that kids will pick four holiday picture cards, or it's going to be four holiday words, and they're going to create a creative story. Kids are going to draw or write four different nouns or verbs on their little slip of paper. I like to just cut up cardstock into little small squares, nothing big, and if they draw a picture, I will then encourage them to label that picture, and if they have trouble labeling it, then they will tell me what the picture's of, and I will label it just so that if another student picks that card, they know exactly what word to include in their story. So once these four cards are drawn or written on, They are going to go into a collection pile where students will be able to then choose four of those cards at random to make their story from. If your students want to include five or six or seven different squares for the activity, you can totally let them do that. But I just like kids to include four because then you know that every student can at least draw four if you're having all the kids doing a separate story. So now that all of these cards are written, the same thing that I just said is going to happen, the kids are going to choose four cards and they're going to create a short story using the cards that they've selected. And you can do this one or two ways. The kids can choose four cards and make completely separate stories, or you can have the entire class writing stories using the same four cards that were chosen. And then the kids can be able to hear all of the different combinations of stories that were formed using those same cards as just a lot of creative writing fun. So there's a lot of variety. There's a lot of fun holiday stories that can be written this way. And so you can let the kids do it as a whole group. You can let the kids use the same four cards, or you can let the kids use their own four cards and do different stories and share them with each other. Students can also use technology to type the words and illustrate a picture, or they can use magazine photos as the pictures They can write the stories on holiday paper too. There are so many types of ways that they can get these stories written. So no matter their method of writing, these stories can be placed in your classroom library and kids can actually enjoy them for the week and they can also read them when they return from winter break. So I love that anytime I have students create stories, those stories will go into the classroom library. Sometimes they can go in independently or you can have a binder And you can include all of the stories from this particular activity, and then kids can grab that binder and they can read through all of the fun holiday stories written by their classmates. Idea number three is quick writes. Now, you know how much I love a quick write, and I always struggle to say the word quick write, 
but I love a good quick write, and these can be specific to the holiday. So to learn more about quick writes and what they are, you can listen to episode nine, which I'm going to link in the show notes for you, because I share about how I set them up, I share how to implement them, and how to engage your students when it comes to writing freely by way of a quick write. But with this, you are going to call out a holiday word or a phrase, and kids are going to have two to five minutes to write whatever comes to their mind when they hear that specific word or that specific phrase. Encourage your students to illustrate if they have trouble writing, and they can then orally share whatever the picture was that they drew. They can share it aloud during some share time. Again, this week is completely for fun. We want kids actively participating, and your goal is 100% participation. So let them write, but also for this, let them draw. It is completely fine. So let me give you an example of what a holiday quick write can look like. For example, you can call out the word reindeer. Kids may decide that they want to write about Rudolph or all the other reindeers, They might want to write about taking care of a baby reindeer, or they might want to write all they know about a reindeer, all the different facts or information. They also might even write their opinion of a reindeer. It's completely open, and it's so neat to see how creative they are when it comes to hearing one word and writing about whatever comes to their mind. Another example is if you called out the word snowflake. They might write about a winter day. They might write about things that are cold, like a snowflake. They might write facts about snowflakes. They might write about a time that it snowed, wherever they lived or wherever they were. And they might even want to write about how to make a paper snowflake. So whatever it is that comes to mind when you say the word snowflake, the kids get to quickly write about that topic and then they get a time to share. Again, episode nine shares all that you need to know about quick writes. And I will have that linked in the show notes so that you can learn about the process and then you can easily incorporate quick writes at any time of your school day. And this episode has one additional tip. I know the last two weeks I've shared three tips, and so this one is gonna have a fourth because if you follow me on Instagram, you know how much I love growing a sentence activities. So this is going to be a holiday grow a sentence. Now this is just a fun grammar and sentence activity, and it is perfect for this week. I am going to try my best to explain what this can look like, but I just want to let you know how easy this is to do, and there is no need to prep anything to get this up and running. So on your whiteboard or on your smart board, however you want to project this word, you're going to write a holiday noun or a holiday verb, like a snowflake, or drinking cocoa, or wrapping presents. Kids will work with a partner to turn that idea into a descriptive sentence, Now, when I say partners, you can, of course, let students work by themselves if they want to. But with this particular skill, sometimes it takes a little bit more brain power to make these descriptive sentences. And so sometimes I find when kids have the support of another student, then it just makes a really good partnership to get this done. So kids are going to work with a partner to turn that idea, to turn that word or phrase into a descriptive sentence. So you're going to give them some direction. So for instance, the word snowflake, that is going to be the what. So I might tell them to fill in the where, the when, and the who. So after they start exploring, they might create a sentence like, last night, Miss Polk saw a gigantic snowflake falling from the sky. For the phrase of drinking cocoa, the verb, 
I might have them find the who, the where, and the how. So a sentence could be, Bobby was drinking cocoa quickly at the ice skating rink. And then for wrapping presents, you could ask students to fill in the who, the how, and the why, and it could turn into, my little brother wrapped presents super messy for Christmas Day. I would let students work together because, again, this could be very, very tricky, and we don't want kids to feel defeated, but we want them to feel excited. And with removing all five or six of the who, what, when, why, how, where, when you just have them focus on two or three of them, it makes it a lot more achievable. So this is going to be their practice for growing a sentence but making it holiday-related, and then they're going to love being able to share their sentences with one or two other partner groups. So it can be a little tricky, but this is related to a fun-filled topic, so it should be interesting to compare and contrast the different sentences that are made and that are constructed by way of the word or the phrase that you call out. You have stuck with me to the end, and I'm so grateful and thankful for that. This wraps up the Holiday Literacy Idea Series, and I hope that you and your students get some much-needed rest, relaxation, and that you can fully recharge over the break. The work you do is hard, but it is incredible, and you should feel so proud of yourself for every single day that you complete. Your hard work does not go unnoticed. Everything that I've referenced from this episode, as well as from the last two episodes, is going to be in the show notes for you. So I'm going to link it all there, take a look at the show notes, see if there's any ideas or activities that you want to try that will keep your students engaged this week. So I hope that you have the most engaging week with your students before your well-deserved break. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.